and so we've all we've all had this you know debate on metallic paints everywhere you go people talk about them there's new ones coming out all the time uh we all have our favorites um there, there's tends to be a uh, general consensus that there's a, a few paints out there that are, are really quite tremendously good um i'm talking about um the ak bear with me a second while i just look at my bottle here the ak extreme metals they're very good uh they also do true metal now the true metal is the uh wax version that comes in the tube um not an oil in the sense that uh, other oils it's wax probably wax based there are also other types there's the powder versions like ck i believe it's ck5 um where you paint down a black gloss and then uh rub the the powder in and that gives you this sort of dark chrome finish um and you know there's just so many variations out there and uh we're gonna have a just a little discussion now on uh, the merits of them do they work will we ever truly replicate chrome uh in in a way that looks uh as it should um somebody probably already has uh i don't think i've ever seen personally i don't think i've ever seen a, a chrome finish on a bike that was done that somebody's done um and i thought wow you know they're all nearly they're all almost there but not quite so with that said uh as usual i'm joined by josh and john um John being our resident uh, expert on all things wingy. <laughs> and Josh is our expert on all things not in Britain. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, America. <laughs> Josh is uh, on the American side of the, the, the globe, and we are not. So he's there on, we go. So, he's on the other side, pond yeah yeah they call it the pond don't they why do americans call it the pond it's it's a bit strange because when the lad was out in iraq and stuff he got quite a few fr american friends that he's been over to see and he says oh i'm just over the pond to see such and such <laughs> yeah that is a weird phrase pond yeah you would think at least at least it would be deserving large lake <laughs> yeah but there you go so anyway we've we've digressed already less than five minutes in and we've already digressed so so let's keep with the molotov chrome and ah, yes never used it so i can't comment on that i will let you to i i've seen it on models i haven't used it but you're supposed to be able to airbrush it just fine I, some, I've, I'm sure you got to add a little bit of thinner to it to get it to spray because it's in a pin form, right? I've got one of the, uh, the refill bottles. Well, how do you like that stuff then? 
Nine times out of ten, what I do if I'm spraying that, I don't thin it. I use it straight out of the refill bottle. Right? And nine times out of ten, I just put a mist coat on first, just to keep something to bite to. And then lay it on thick. And then just leave it alone. Put it away for, for a week to harden off. Of course, when you put it on, it looks naff. And over a period of time, as it settles down, it's a bit like the uh, AK Extreme Metals. You put them on for a start, and you go, oh, this is supposed to be brilliant stuff. And then after a couple of minutes, it starts to settle down. I've done one or two motorbike exhausts with it, and it's come out pretty good. But it all depends on what needle you've got and what air pressure you're running at. And so, so it's a bit of trial and error, a bit of experimentation to try and uh, find the best approach and best way to put it down on what you're particularly doing. Yeah. So, I mean, generally, my rule of thumb when it comes to metallics is uh, lower air pressure because apart from anything else, that stuff is amazingly expensive. Yeah, um, it is. In, you know, in, in terms of its size, I'm, I'm not saying it's like hundreds of pounds, but for the little bit you get, if you if you were to run this uh, through your airbrush at a, like 30 PSI, you would get through a bottle of this extreme metal within minutes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and you don't want to be flooding it on like that. Um, like uh, Gordon says, you know, miscoat down first um then with uh the molotov gordon saying you put it on thick um i know with the with the extreme metal i just build up really uh, over about four coats so i, I do what gordon does I, I put a thin coat down first for something to bite to then i go over it again with a slightly thicker coat and then i put on uh you know just as i would normally and then i will flatten it down um flat it down and go back and just sort of put a nice top coat on with it very thin just to um and that's how i do the uh, extreme metals um i've never tried the, the molotov i mean the closest i've got you know them cheap pens you can get them paint pens with the silver in yeah um I've got those, but um, and you know they they're okay, but no good. I've never been able to get a decent crack. Well, one of the main the main marker pens I use, I know they're getting harder and harder to find in the Tamiya paint markers. I, I don't think I've seen them. Yeah, I use their uh, chrome silver and their gold. And stuff, but I've started swapping over to the uh, the chrome pens and stuff now, because they're uh, they're ideal for doing uh, oleos on undercarriage legs, uh, touching up uh, chrome work if you've got a nub, nib, whatever, and you've actually glued the parts together. You just want to touch it up. They're ideal for that. But the the Molotov stuff, yes, there is there's a knack to using it how much is it uh the last one i bought was a pen and i think it was about 15 quid damn 
But yeah. I think I think the actual top ups you can get them in two different sizes. And I've seen them going for I think twenty five pounds for the small one. Bloody hell! That's that's a lot more than I would. Rather. Um, I won't be getting that anytime soon. I can tell you that for nothing. Yeah, you well, know, this is it. The we're sort of limited to what paints we've got. I've watched people in Japan as sort of bike builders and stuff, and they've got uh, chrome paints that they can get in Japan and the Far East and stuff. And you basically put your put your base coat down, your primer, your base coat, and then mist it on in very fine layers, and it comes up just looking like chrome. But for some reason, we're not allowed to buy them in the UK. I've not even seen them for sale on the the auction websites and stuff it's, either. It's something to do with when they're up in the air, I think. It's something to do with because I know there's certain things that we can't get in this country and it's purely down to they just can't get over it it's not safe apparently um a perfect example of this would be um the decal softening stuff um oh what's it called oh you know i hate this when this happens solver set that's the one yeah, that's it. Solver set. I love using solver set, uh, but can't get it in this country. Can't get it at all, and that's because they, you know, you, you, they can't fly it over. Now I'm told I don't know how true this is that it becomes very volatile when it's pressurized, um, you know, up in a plane or something like that, and they're just not allowed to post this stuff. Um, without some sort of special measures and it costs a lot of money i can get it um if i'm willing to pay about 30 30 pounds postage yeah that's not for the item that's 30 pounds purely for postage and the bottle is um i think the bottle's about i'm just trying to find one that looks so i'm gonna say Having never had a bottle, only seen it on, on like websites, I'm estimating that it's the size of one of these old clad things, maybe smaller. Yeah. Um, so how much is in these? How many mils is in these? 120 mil. Might be half the size of one of those. So it's not a very big bottle um, to pay out. For, it's bloody good stuff, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and I think paints is very much the same. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff we just can't get, and I believe you. We were talking about this last night, Gordon, about the Tamiya um, lacquer paints. Lacquer paints, and and you were saying that they're they're sort of ready in this country. They're ready um, in some places, but other places they've got a stock of them waiting for labels. Yeah. So I know ISM sell them. Yeah, it's, it's down. It's down to labelling at the moment and stuff. But um, yeah, as as with, with for the metallic paints and stuff, yeah, we've got a choice. Like we've got the the earliest ones that I can remember were like the old clads. Now, 
I've never tried them. Oh, I've I've got I've got loads of old clouds. I actually quite like them, but they can be a bit temperamental. Right. They're temperamental. Is it, it, the best Sorry, thing. Josh? I said, yeah, I've heard owl clouds are very temperamental. Yeah. So I think it, the, the, the thing is with owl clad paints and with any metallic paint, it's all down to your preparation. Right? Like the common mistake I used to do when I first started using owl clads was not waiting for my base coat to go off properly. Because I was getting patient because I wanted to see what this so-called metal paint looked like. And it sprays on, you go, yeah, that looks all right. And then a few hours later, it starts to crack and goes crazy. And it's still soft. Oh, yeah, you've, you've, you've sealed, basically, you've sealed the damp paint in beneath, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. It's not got time to degas and stuff. But uh, I still like using my owlclads. I'm slowly getting into the... Uh, AK Extreme Metals and stuff. They've got some pretty good colours, and I wouldn't say they're totally bomb-proof. They can be a bit temperamental as well. Yeah, I mean, I like, uh, like you were saying earlier, I, lo I love the Extreme Metals. I think they're really good. But if you do try them for the first time, um, when you spray them on, you will look at it and you will think, my God, that's rubbish. I've yeah. spent all this money on that because, for example, the, the polished aluminium is a very good one. But you spray it on and it just looks like a dull grey colour. And yeah. you literally have just have to trust that it's going to go right. And, you know, as long as you don't flood it on, um, because you can end up leaving it like that if you, if you don't put it on properly. Uh, it will it will turn out okay it does look because because i done it i done it and uh, i thought oh that's really naff and i went away i made a cup of tea or whatever and i come back and i was like wow what happened there yeah it's it's like with the new mr color paints the uh super metallic twos that have been bought out yeah they're starting to float about and i know spotted them in japan on one guy's site he was using them i thought hey that's not too bad that looks pretty good and uh, they're now available in the uk i've not tried any yet i've still got pots of the older yeah call it buffer balls are they an improvement on the first one i don't understand why you know two what's different um apparently because they lack of base i believe they're more hard wearing and when they dry you don't get any uh, paint residue coming off all right okay you can mask over them and peel masking tape off and it doesn't pull any of the pigment off you can decal on it and it doesn't react with the decal solutions apparently whether it does or not i don't know i've not been able to try them no no i've i've, I've not been able to try any but um the one, the one metallic paint that I'd really like to try, but I don't know where to get them from, and I can't seem to find anywhere, is the uh, the K Colors Chrome. The what? K Colors Chrome. <clears throat> yeah, I've heard of K Colors. Um, yeah, well, apparently they do. They do a range of normal paints and stuff, and they actually do a range of metallics. And by all accounts, from what I've heard. Uh, from what i've seen as well 
that the, the K-Colors Chrome is the nearest chrome effect that you can get without actually chroming it. Yeah. But the problem is they all say that, don't they, when they come out? Yeah, well, this is it, in it? When they first come out, they all say, this is the best chrome finish ever. Yeah. But it, it was like when the Vallejo uh, Metal Cores came out. Yeah, acrylic metal cores, yeah. I've got six pots on, and I just cannot get on with them. Which I, ones I, are they? Which ones do you want about there? The Vallejo metal colours. Now, I really rate those. <laughs> They're all like the reason that um, you can brush paint with those, and, yeah. and they're brilliant for that. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I've used them for touch-up and painting the odd part and stuff with a brush. Yeah, brilliant for that. Nice thin coats, build it up. But... I just can't seem to get on with it with my uh, my airbrush setup that I've got, and I've tried it in three of my airbrushes. And I must admit, I haven't had any trouble with the the Vallejo metal finish. You're on about the metal finish ones, aren't you? The little um, they're thirty mil bottles, not the Vallejo ones that yes. come in like the eyedropper bottles. Yeah, same one as you've got. Yeah, because they've got their their metal finishes like their regular acrylics that come in their standard bottles, and yeah. then they brought out the metal finish ones, didn't they? Which were in the bigger bottles. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, one top tip there: make sure you uh, don't, <laughs> as I did, I kept unscrewing the cap and, and dipping my paintbrush in. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, what happened was the 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 metal paint inside all started to harden off on the inside of the bottle and as there's a i've got a ball in there every time i shook the bottle up it sort of rattled off the sides and knocked flecks of paint into the yeah you get lumpy paint and yeah i ended up with bits in the paint and i had to throw the, i had to throw them away um i yeah. did replace them uh, and you know, I'm just a bit more careful with them now. I make sure that uh, I, I use a paint palette rather than uh, dipping into the bottle or the lid. So, yeah, yeah. You what about you, Josh? Uh, what do you use? Um, so for the most part, I'm I'm on the lower end. I mean, we've been talking about a lot of the upper end metallic paint. I think most expensive thing I have is the Wicked color, the Createx. I've never uh, tried them. The what? I've never tried them, the Createx. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I have one in front of me, but like this is the aluminum color. It's really bright in the bottle. And then you just got to either tone it, you know, with a dark color underneath to get a darker tone. So it really it really interacts well with the craft paint that I that I do use. So but for the most part I'm I'm like the Walmart stuff I love. I can brush paint that on with you know mixing it with water. Um I can get it to airbrush through it. I haven't tried some of the newer airbrushes I've just got because I just haven't had time. But oh yeah, your airbrushes came through then. Yeah, finally, yeah. 
Um, so I this probably once my son goes back to school, I'll I'll be able to play around with the different stuff I have now. But if it if it's not, I I really haven't gotten into the Citadel paints. I don't. I don't do anything enamel based just because I don't want it to end up in my house. Um, and I live in a, like a community that has a bunch of rules. So I try not to do anything out on the street side or next to my neighbor's house. So just to be kind I'm of, I'm with you. Um, okay. I mean, I've never heard of a community that's got rules, but, uh, you know, they're like subdivisions where the houses, you know, you actually have to keep the yards and stuff clean. It's it's nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary for over here. But yeah, it it would be over here. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah, that would be that would be wildly uh, odd, actually. If somebody was to come round and say, you know, I don't know, is it like things like keeping your garden tidy and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most yeah. part, I mean, you have to, you have to keep the front of the houses looking a certain way, or try to anyway. Wow, so but everything looks uniform, and but you know, wow. but for the most part, with the paints, I, yeah. I. The one, the one stuff I want to try is I want to. I haven't tried the Melitov Chrome, so I definitely want to try that since I've actually got a spot I can go get it and try it. But other than that, I I use a lot more of the craft paint um, from Walmart. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, I did. I did go up and purchase. They're called Master Touch. I think over where you guys are at, it's called brick, brick craft paint or whatever it is. It's for paint or like canvas painting. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's nice, bright colors. So that that that's really mostly what I use is the lower end. I know everybody in the like miniature community loves the Citadel, the Reaper paint. You know, yeah. I mean, now I mean, we, we should really mention because I, I use Citadel paints a lot, and their their metallic finishes, and they do a whole range of them, um, and uh, they've got some creative names for some of their stuff. Um, they've got some really brilliant metallic finishes. Uh, Warlock, Bro War Warlock bronze. Um, and Rune Fang Silver, I think, is another one. Lead Belcher, uh, another one. Their golds are really good as well. Um, airbrushing, I think they've started to bring out a range that has been pre thinned, uh, so that you can, you know, spray them. But generally, if you just buy the regular stuff and thin it down yourself, you get more value for money um that's just my opinion so, um, so, sorry josh but my my the citadel line is you have to buy three paints to get the one color 
you have a you have a base, a layer, or I could have it backwards. It, it might be a shade next. But oh like, yeah, it's uh, a, it's a shade very, and a layer, and then you have a, a whatever their their um, clear coat thing on top of that. It's like you have to buy four paints just to get one particular color, unless you mix it, and then you're not really getting the same same actual color. It's a very convoluted system they have. Um, but it seems to work for them. I'm not going to criticize it because, um, you know, I, I like I like their paints. Um, I do use them. I don't really – it's funny because I don't really use them on aircraft, tanks, them sort of models. I don't really use a Citadel because uh, they're just not – really applicable i tend to use um them on, on obviously on, on the fantasy creatures and they're very good at what they do but i, I mean know. there you go so, that's just kind of my problem with them right yeah and i i'm i'm, I'm on the broke you know modeler society you know i i only have so much money i can spend on this hobby yeah yeah, I mean, you and me both. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and John, we're, we're all unlimited budgets. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're all we're all you know, unlimited budgets. So, so if, you know, if anyone's got any Molotov that they're willing to um, send in, uh, send it to Josh. He's he's after some. You know, um, he'll give it, you know, he'll give it a review and uh, let you know what he thinks of it. And, uh, yeah. So, what else then? So we've we've had the, uh, so, I mean, the Citadel stuff, yes, very, very good. And then their metallics are very good. We've covered, um, we've covered Vallejo, metal, metal paints they're about in my opinion they're about the best acrylic ones you can get um there's not many in the acrylic range we've got the extreme metal uh which uh, yeah they're my go-to ones my favorite ones there's the true metal which are the wax ones um i can't give you an opinion on those i'm afraid because i've never used them uh is it uh, josh have you used them john i've I've got three or four tubes of it, but I've never used it in anger, not yet. I've right. just used it on little bits. All right, okay. So, yeah, so, you know, we'll update in in future, in a future episode, we'll no doubt revisit uh, metallic paints, and hopefully then there'll be some new stuff out and we'll review that. Um, it's like the I, polishing powders, isn't it? Oh yeah, the polishing powders. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you could, you've, you've got yeah. polishing powders. God, those. You've got the ushy ones. You've got all sorts. And the first polishing powders I came over was the old S and J ones. Yeah. But the biggest downside, yeah, you can get a really nice metal finish yeah. with them. I don't like them. But the biggest problem I've had with them is you can't handle them afterwards. You've got to leave them alone. Because you leave your sticky fingerprints on them. 
Yeah, and, and the thing is, they are so messy. Yeah. I, I've got the C, what is it called? C, CK5 or SK5? C1 metal polishing powder and stuff. Yeah, C5 it? metal polishing powder. And um, I bought them about three years ago, believe it or not. And I only actually used them um, about a week ago. So I thought I was finally going to use them. I, I was doing some parts for my bike. Uh, and I thought I'm going to give them a go. So I opened this. I opened this tin. I laid out a bit of um, a bit of uh, kitchen roll on the table. I've got everything ready. I've got my gloves on. I've got that little makeup sponge that they give you. Um, but I'd forgotten I got the fan on because <laughs> um, it was hot. I got the fan. I hadn't got it on really fast, but I got it on low. And uh, so I just opened the lid and took the lid off and whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately, I, I'd sort of not, I sort of realised just about in time, but we ended up with bits of black powder everywhere. And it was, you know, it was everywhere. Even when you think it's just on the kitchen roll in front of you, um, you only because I've got a white desk. It's a white, um, like a white trestle table that uh, you can use for barbecues and that. It's uh, PVC covered in white, and you only need a couple of grains of this black powder. And if you wet it, it smears thick black. eyes. Uh, awful stuff. Awful stuff to clean up, um, but. The payoff is in the finish. Yeah. Yes, they're very difficult to handle. You can uh, seal them, um, and and you can polish them up, and they do reach a point where you can sort of handle them after a while, and you, the black won't come off on your hands. Um, if you're willing to put the work in, if you're willing to put the effort in, and uh, uh, and you've you've got that mindset. They look phenomenal when when they're done. They they look absolutely fantastic. If you can get past the the messy procedure involved to do it, and that doesn't bother you, and the cleanup and everything, yeah, you can do some really fantastic stuff with it. Yeah. So it's all a matter of choice at the end. Everyone's got their favourites, uh, you know. Everyone's, and but this the, the thing is, another thing I found you can you can get a range. So you go, uh, you find the one you like, and you pick the range. And then the first thing you're confronted with is a range of um, dark aluminium, light aluminium, matte aluminium, polished aluminium, white uh, aluminium. Yeah, dark steel, um, steel, and and then you you sort of shake them all up, and you look at them all. You buy them. You buy. You know, if you're lucky enough to be able to afford to buy, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe six or seven of the ones you think are the best. But when you actually start spraying them, some of them, you think, hold on a minute, 
that's the same color as that one yeah that's and probably, um that, that annoys me a bit because well, that's, one of, that's one of the things i find with the mrp metallics their polished steel uh polished aluminium and stuff and one or two of their other colors they're that close they look the same paint yeah and i and you know then they're probably not i'm not you know i'm not saying they're using the same paint um but the difference is so slight that you know i've, I've gone in and i've bought some and i thought well in reality i don't need that 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 or that because that one there does the lot yeah but they uh, i don't know if you found that josh with with any of the ones you use um, for me i for me it's it's just what the base color is is what changes the color unless i misunderstood what you're talking about no we're the, well, i don't think so i mean this is a uh, metallic paint put over the same base color <clears throat> um, you'll get you'll get like three uh, i don't know for example and i'm not saying this is exact but uh, let let's take the aluminium range you'll get aluminium dark aluminium light aluminium and you spray the three and there's hardly any difference um again please i'm, I'm giving this as an example some ranges are better than others um i've heard that the the new ones the super um the ones from mr color so the metallic twos super metallics i've heard that they they've got a range in their uh, new metallics that are very very similar very close there's a couple in there that you can't even tell um which one's which but i haven't used them i haven't seen them um i'm just uh referencing somebody else that's used them so you know that that's that's another thing to look at another thing to look at but it's the same with all paints really um slightly off topic but even when you're going to decorate and look, look at the range of white paints that um are brought out for for home decoration apple white peach white um <laughs> you know there, there's so many and you you open each one and they just all look bloody white and uh, but you're you're talking about a tone difference you're not talking about actual i mean white's white black's black but it's the tone of that color that changes yeah yeah kind of you know in in figure painting which is what i've kind of been doing a lot lately you the like if you go to grab a white and it's different it can totally change the rest of the figure yeah <laughs> and it's you know I, i'm sure in cars it's it you know you get that like it's and it, you'll notice it on small detail yeah i mean yeah you're right it's it's a tonal difference but um 
you know these are you know i'm actually saying that these when sprayed up against each other look the same there's no discerning line between the two yeah like you you, you would imagine that there is a different diff, different color difference between aluminium steel polished aluminium but sometimes same as josh just said the tone is so close you can't tell the difference yeah it's hard to see yeah but uh, it's like i watched somebody do a review of the new super metallic twos and he sprayed them on his buster and lo and behold he sprayed all six colors on and there was three that stood out and the others looked the same yeah yeah i think i know what you're on about there but um yeah that's a perfect example i mean i mean our, our friend bob he he also um i think he painted now was was that the buster what yeah. the bob did yeah he'd done a metallic he'd done a bomber didn't he, he painted it metallic and he, he used the oh. range of was it was that the fiddler he did or the bison or something and he's just done the um the hustler hasn't he yeah that might have been it the big 48 scale flying yeah well I, I know he done he done he done it in uh natural metal finish and he picked out various areas in different steels of metals and what have you yeah. um and it looked really good but i remember him saying that he'd used a couple that you, you just couldn't tell if yeah. they were two different paints but you, you couldn't tell he went back and changed it i think but uh, he'd done a very good job of the thing uh, of the plane that's um uh you'll have to go and have a look at it it's on our channel somewhere on um sprue sprue surgery waiting room so yeah pop along and join that and uh, it's in there somewhere but um any any more any more on this subject or are we uh finished for oh, that? metallic paints there's, there's there's a whole plethora of different paints different makes and stuff you could literally be talking about it for hours and still not yeah yeah so we've just been trying to do a potted thing of the majority of the ones that we use as modelers yeah that's it that's 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 the whole thing we're not trying to change anyone's mind tell them what to use or what's best you know it's just our opinion on what we use and what we found um people may find their paints completely different and uh, that doesn't make their views any less valid so you know it's uh that's that that's it for this week i think um don't forget this coming saturday no sorry rewind i, I keep forgetting we're recording ahead of time so i was about to tell you um that an interview is about to take place this next saturday but of course it will already be out by the time you hear this so it would sound a bit odd <laughs> okay so thanks for listening um don't forget to log on to 
of Facebook and join up our sprue surgery waiting room uh, where we've got uh, a nice community of people that uh, we, we have our hangouts. Um, most nights we have a hangout, we have a good laugh. Um, also check out Josh's page. Um, I'll have to leave a link in the description. Josh, what's your page? Rise Dam Designs. Rise Dam Designs. Um, and obviously Spruecast, that's uh, a page that um, Josh looks after. Um, we're now on Spotify, which is great news. Uh, we, we jumped through some hoops and got it on Spotify. We're also now in the Google search engine, which is also tremendous news. And we're, you know, I'm still waiting to hear back from Apple about the, um, on, on their iTunes. So not heard anything back from them yet. We'll have to wait and see, but hopefully it will be coming to Apple iTunes very soon. We've also got a long list of guests that will be coming onto the show. Um, at some point we have, uh hopefully coming up very soon we've got mick doherty tiny admiral we've got um kathy and is it kathy and pete kathy and jim kathy and jim my memory's terrible please forgive me kathy and jim wapple um many people know them they've, they've, uh, their paintwork is renowned across youtube they are superb artists and uh, we're looking forward to having a chat with them um i can't remember who else we've we've, we've got it we've got a list of quite a few people coming up so hit the subscribe button uh give us a like um and uh we'll see you all next week so until then, cheerio. Yeah, bye for now. See you guys. There we go. Awesome.